Hello everyone, this is Rico, and you're about to hear another episode of Trex and Sci-Fi, your weekly dose of geeky goodness. This is show 877, and today is October, October 2nd, 2022. I just have no idea I could, it's October. We had a couple of trips this, this last month to weddings. I'll probably talk briefly about the most recent one at the beginning of the show, but September just zipped by. Did a lot, but it, it went by quickly. Like all months seem to go by, all days seem to go by, everything. But that um, is only part of what I wanted to say. So today, I I was going to do the original idea for this week's show, and and I had to look back. This is one of these times where did I do a show about that? And I don't like to. I generally don't want to repeat doing a topic. I talk talked about some things multiple times, but anyway. Point is, I w- I've been wanting to do a show about some of the animated things that I watch. And Rick and Morty new season has been airing, so that kind of put it into my brain. Um, hey, I should do a podcast about Rick and Morty, which I love, um, which is just a great show, so much fun. But I did do a podcast about it, not that long ago either. So look back in the archives for that if you want. Uh, you can always search, if you go to the main like trucksandsci-fi.com webpage, just go to treksandsci-fi.com or use treksf. Both of those will get you there, um, .com on that, both of them. So then you can do, there's a little like search box up in the upper right. I use it myself. <laughs> Did I podcast about this? So, but, so I switched gears because there's a new season of another animated show that I like a lot. And I've mentioned it, but I, I'm pretty sure, I look back at my archives, I'm pretty sure I didn't ever do a podcast completely about it. But I'm going to do a show today about Archer which is another animated, um, pretty adult-type level uh, show with a lot of adult humor and, and things, but it's it's a lot of fun. Uh, I'll talk more about it in, when we get into the main part of the show, but if you haven't seen it, it, it I, think, I think a lot of people listening would probably get a kick out of it if you haven't seen it. So, um, And it's been on for a crazy number of seasons. I think it's like season 12 or 13 now. It's just incredible to me that it's it's been on that long. But um, I'm starting this show a little bit later today. We went over and did a little quick visit with my two grandsons earlier. So instead of early Sunday morning, it's now about 1, 1 p.m. on Sunday, October 2nd that I'm recording. So I'm a little out of a uh, little different sort of mental state. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be good or bad. We'll see. But that is the plan for today. I'll talk a little bit about other TV and movies, too, at the, at the beginning of the show. But uh, let us get into the show. I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We are the men in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the future of war. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi streak flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side.
mesh ring. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is uh, Reach Cold, and you're listening to Tracks and Sci-Fi. All right, again, welcome to the podcast. Appreciate everybody always who downloads or streams the show or listens in some way to Trex and Sci-Fi. For those that have listened forever, you guys are amazing. For people who just started today, you guys are amazing. You're all amazing. Pat yourselves on the back. To survive these days, you know, although I'll talk about it in a minute. We were out, my wife and I, last week, about a, a week ago, we got back, but we went out... We went out west, as they say. Go out, go west, young man. What was that in? Some probably old western movie. Uh, but we went out. Some neighbors of ours had moved. Uh, it's about five, six years ago now, uh, to Montana to the beautiful. It is beautiful. I'm not saying that sarcastically. The beautiful state of Montana, uh, with mountains and just it's gorgeous out there. And they moved out there and their, their daughter, um, they have two, two kids that kind of grew up with, with our kids in the neighborhood here in Michigan. They moved out there cause her husband retired. She's still working, but anyway, that doesn't, not that important, but they have a place out in Montana and their daughter was getting married and invited us. So we went out and yeah, it was amazing. But what I was going to say about, we, we all have it hard these days. My wife Lynn and I went out. We had we got in like on a Thursday. The wedding was until Saturday. So we kind of mostly Friday of that week, just a little more than a week ago now, we had a kind of a free day. And there's there's this little mining town. They call it a ghost town. It's called Garnet Ghost Town. You could look that up online because um, they used to mine garnet there. Duh. Um, they had very, <laughs> very complicated names for things. We mine garnet here, and I think there was some gold there too. So let's call it the Garnet Mining Town. <laughs> but again, they call it the Garnet Ghost Town. But it's one of, I guess, the most main, you know, most like say not disturbed, left alone sites of an old mining town uh, that's in existence in, in terms of the scale and the size of you know all the buildings that are still there. I mean, a lot of them are in very. You know, they're. I, I'm surprised a strong storm hasn't blown some of them down. But, um, but anyway, uh, you read and hear there was a woman there that was working, a volunteer talking about it. You know, these people that lived, you know, it wasn't really that long ago, you know, 100 years ago even, and, and or a little more than that. I think it was, well, I don't know when it was established. I had the, we have a little flyer from it, but let's just say roughly 100 years ago, give or take 10, 20 years, but. And it's not that long ago, you know, that, that these people, I mean, their lives were so much harder than, than, let's say, modern people in modern U.S. For the most part, I know people have hard times these days and always, you know, there's always places in the world and people in the world. But I, I mean, in general, you know, we have running water for the most part. People have, you know, heating and cooling, you know, that, you know, we have technology like the internet, you know, everything, all this, all the conveniences, automobiles, for example, I, I mean, just washing your clothes, you know, all this stuff. So you have to sort of think about it, you know, when people talk these days and things being tough or rough and yeah, it's, it's all relative, of course, but man, back then, what a, what a life, what a hard life. And uh, so we went out there and saw that place. But M Montana, if you get a chance to go out there to Yellowstone or anywhere in Montana, we were in a place, you fly into um, 
the city called Missoula. And uh, there's uh, about an hour away, roughly, by driving uh, up into the mountains. There's a place called Sealy Lake, which is where we were. That's where Bozeman is in Montana, right, where the Vulcans' first contact happens. <laughs> Although it's funny, the uh, the son of these neighbors of ours, Brendan, he lives um, he lives in in Bozeman, and I guess it's become a very um, L.A. scene and L.A. crowd. Like a lot of people from California uh, have places in Bozeman, so it's it's pretty popular, and and they say they jokingly call it Bozangeles just because so many people, I guess, from the L.A. area have, have places in Bozeman, Montana. So, and it is, it's just lovely, you know, amazing country out there with the mountains and everything. And there's, of course, if you like winter-type things, snowmobiling, skiing, you know, just hiking around, uh, there's all that. They get a huge amount of snow. They had a lot of drought, though, over the last several years. They had a, wildfires are a big problem, so it's a little... Even with the snow they get, it, it can't compensate, I guess, and, and things get really dry. They didn't have very much rain this summer. We had a lot of rain in Michigan, but they've been pretty dry. So, uh, but yeah, it was a great trip. And uh, so that's what I was up to. That's why there was no podcast last week. We were flying back last weekend, last Sunday anyway. But it was beautiful. Put up some pictures on my own Facebook, personal Facebook group, which I haven't mentioned in a while. Um, just, and I, I've said this over the years in the podcast. If I get to know someone via doing the podcast, you know, we, we interact in some fashion, like some of the good friends that I've I've met over the years in person or we've dealt with each other a long time online. You know, if you send me a friend request, I'll I'll accept those. But I, I occasionally get friend requests from just people who listen who I haven't really had a lot of contact with. And I kind of don't I don't accept those. It's not that I'm that super private. Truthfully, I just. I would prefer my friend list be people that I have a little bit more of a contact and relationship with than just, you know, I appreciate you guys if you listen to the podcast, but I know some people who have podcasted a long time kind of got themselves, and especially over the last few years, when their friends lists have become huge on Facebook, it got themselves into a bit of a problem because they found out that they didn't necessarily, even though they you had connection through doing a podcast. They didn't really see eye to eye with, with some people out there and had to, had to defriend or whatever you call it, remove a few people. So I've tried to keep my friends list on Facebook pretty tight, but, uh, all right, 10 minutes in. So let us switch gears. That, that was just a little filler of what I've been up to. And, and, uh, boy, I do love traveling though. It's, uh, it's so cool to see new places. It's, it's really, I, I watched, um, some guys who, do IRL streams in real life streams on Twitch. There was a guy who, this guy's named Jay Streasy. Uh, S, it's all one word: J J A Y, Streasy S T R E A Z Y. He travels all over the world and just real life streams. He was in Egypt not that long ago. Went out to the pyramids and wow, that that looks incredible. I'd love to get out there sometime with my uh, you know indie gear on would be the best, but. Uh, yeah, I, it's just it's just super cool if you get a chance to go see new things, new places, new people. Uh, I had a great time in Montana. People super super nice, super friendly, and yeah. Um, but anyway, let's go back onto the you know what's going on in TV and movies. Um, let's see. I started a couple things on the plane. I downloaded some stuff on Netflix onto my iPad and watched um, the first couple of episodes of this new show called The Imperfects. 
It's basically about a, a group of young people who get powers, sort of superpowers, but they're kind of a bit of a curse because they're not really the best powers. It's not like they can fly or I don't know what what are what are some powers that would be great to have? You know, you know something like Wolverine can't can't get sick really or get hurt or you heal instantly or quickly. Um, but like the three characters, and this is sort of in the preview, so it doesn't give too much away. The one there's one woman who has this hyperactive pheromones. So when she gets kind of worked up, she releases pheromones that makes basically everybody around her fall in love with her. That's one of them. One of them's kind of a werewolf type, the guy of the group. And the third girl in the group is she has sort of hyper hearing. She can hear super, super, you know, way, way like super sensitive hearing. But it also allows her to do sort of like a, a high pitched scream that can break glass and things. They're just kind of the victims of sort of a scientist and his experiments gone wild. And I won't say much more than that, but it's pretty good so far. I like it. Um, mostly actors you don't really know, at least I don't recognize them, but, um, yeah, I'm enjoying it. And then I started also the third, is it the third season? Yeah, I think it's the third season of Lock and Key, which is a great show. I, I highly recommend that show. It's, it's really cool. Um, but, um, so that was what I watched a little bit on a trip, the plane. Oh, also, um, I don't think I've mentioned this, but I'm, I started to listen to a really good book. I'm really enjoying it, um, by Stephen King called fairy tale it just came out in september it's really really good uh, it's exactly it checks the boxes of things that i like in books and yeah i'm only yeah maybe i'm about a third into it or something like that but yeah super good uh, i mean i do like stephen king i haven't read stuff from him in a while it's been a while since i've read a stephen king book so i had seen the book somewhere and 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 just like yeah that that looks like something i'd like so uh, other TV movies I just watched, we'll go backwards in time. I just watched last night, Super Pets, um, whatever it's League of Super Pets, whatever the title is. It's animated. It's, uh, it's basically about the <laughs> superheroes pets, like especially about crypto Superman's dog. And it's pretty cute. It's pretty fun. It's on HBO right now. So, you know, if you got HBO, check it out. Uh, I like that stuff. My, uh, my oldest grandson, who's now four, he he's watching it. You know, I, I it's like kids when a new thing like that comes out, and if they like it, they they watch it like constantly, right? So I I think it just came out on HBO on Friday, and and they've watched it a few times over there. So I watched that. Um, Resident Alien is got like the season finale. Uh, I got to watch that still, but I'm pretty caught up on that. Um, what else? Uh, Stargirl is back. Watching that. Of course, we've got the House of Dragon and Rings of Power things going. I'm still f- by far favoring um, the, um, the the Tolkien, you know, Rings of Power show more than the House of Dragon thing. I, you know, George R. R. Martin, man, he, he just makes some pretty unlikable characters. I And unlike when Game of Thrones started, when I felt like there was certainly people who were trying to do the right thing and good things, especially the Starks uh, and some other characters too, you had somebody to kind of grab onto and identify with maybe and, and, and root for a little. But unless you're kind of a nasty person, <laughs> House of Dragon, I mean, everyone's just not very nice. Uh, and and there's, 
I know it's about, you know, the intrigue and politics of, of this, these big houses and stuff, but um, I don't know. I'm just finding, I think it's like The Walking Dead. I, I, I think I've, maybe if this show had come out in another five years, I think it's too soon after Game of Thrones. I don't know. It's just, I'll still watch it. I'm interested in it a bit, but, and it's only, you know, an episode a week, and I think, I'm not sure how many the first season is having, but it's not a huge commitment, truthfully. But uh, Rings of Power, though, I find much more fun, much more interesting. There's definitely, you know, Tolkien and, and the Lord of the Rings and, and other things, The Hobbit and other stories that he wrote. There's an obvious, it's very much like Star Wars, where there's the good and evil. There's the good and the bad people. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's very clear lines like that. And I don't always need that in, in movies and TV, but I need somebody who, who isn't a t- – I'm going to have to use the word. Here's a, the, the word ass, you know, like who isn't just totally a jerk face and, and is just out for themselves. If, if everyone in the show is like that, I, I just – ugh, it's very hard for me to watch. So uh, I'm watching the new – I don't think I've – I don't know if I've talked about this yet. I'm watching the new Quantum Leap. Uh, I'm enjoying it so far. It's only been two episodes. Um, we'll see how this works out. Uh, it, it's it's a much like the old show, so it's um, yeah. We'll see we'll see how that goes and, and continues. Uh, there's um, you know there's not a lot there new going. I mean, I guess there's a, they've twisted things. They're doing a little bit more with the people in the present than they did in the old show. So, and I think I did mention this a little bit before. And I'm wrapping up or just finishing up the second season. I think the season finale came out today. The show on uh, called Blood and Treasure, which I. I I don't know if it's going to get a third season. I probably not. But boy, I've really enjoyed the two seasons they've done on this show. It's sort of a modern Indiana Jones a little bit, with a little bit more going on than that. It's not just about relic hunting. Um, but the actors are cool. They go to some kind of faraway locations, which is nice. They don't really. They they definitely have gone to these places, not just stock footage where you know they're not really there. I mean, some places are sort of made up, of course. They didn't go everywhere that they show. They do a lot of globe hopping and running around. But, um, but yeah, I really do like that show quite a bit. Um, maybe they'll do another season. We'll, we'll see. I just read, completely just popped into my mind. But that comedy show, uh, which has got a lot of sci-fi things in it, um, called Community from, you know, when did it air and finish? I don't know if it's been off the air for 10 years. It doesn't seem like it's been off for 10, but... I know it was it was airing ten years ago. Don't don't know when it quite ended, but that was a great show. And they used to have this joke on there that they would get like, what was it, six episodes, six not six episodes, six seasons in a movie or seven seasons in a movie. I'll bet on the show, but I guess I just read they're gonna do a movie. I don't know if it'll go right to streaming. Probably these days, probably that. But um, and then we're into um, you know the the month of uh, October for Halloween. So there's a lot of uh, you know, spooky stuff coming uh, to watch and, and, and enjoy. They have uh, a new Hocus Pocus movie, number two. Boy, I, I can't even barely remember the first one at this point. Might need to watch the first one to watch the second one. Oh, and the Munsters, that remake uh, version of it, whatever, is, is also on. Um, that's on Netflix. <laughs> I haven't, I don't know, maybe I'll watch it tonight. I'm just super, like, I don't have any hopes for that movie. I saw the trailer and it was like, oh my gosh, this is not, 
Um, this does not look good at all. Uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch about a half hour and see how it goes. But um, I, I, I do. It's like the like like a car crash. I'm kind of interested. You know how when you're flipping through Netflix and they show you a little bit of it. Uh, I was doing that the other day, and I saw a few minutes of it. Maybe, maybe not even a few minutes. Maybe like one minute or two minutes. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just think it's. I think it's a very tricky thing to take, especially shows done around in the '60s, because that was a very interesting time, and and I think it was a very interesting period of to to try to recreate that in the year 2022. You either, I mean. If you try to make it like it was then, I don't think that's the right way. We've talked about, or I've thought about this a lot with Star Trek, right? We have all these modern versions of Trek. And this is why I'm really loving Strange New Worlds, because I feel like that's like as close as they've ever come to the sort of kind of feeling and style of the original series, you know, but in a modern age, probably TNG did it as well, although they had their own kind of style that they developed pretty quickly, especially by around season three. That I think was it's a it was still great and it was good, but it was not really like TOS it, it, the same, I feel, you know, not I don't know if I'm saying that correctly, but all right, we're about 20 minutes into the podcast. I should probably wrap up this little jibber jabber session and then get into the main topic to talk about the uh, the cool, fun spy show, animated spy show called Archer. Uh, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. Um, oh, there are a few other things coming for Halloween, just, just briefly. There's a new Marvel thing coming. I think it's a maybe one shot, like a single episode or a movie, Werewolf by Night. Um, I think that comes out this coming Friday, October 7th. We also have a, about a week past that, the f- maybe final, final Halloween movie, which is hard to say because they've done quite a few in the last few years. But with Jamie Lee Curtis called Halloween Ends, so which they had another one. Um, what was it called? Halloween Kills. Uh, that was just a year or two back, uh, you know, I think. So, so that one's coming. And I'm sure there's a bunch of other Halloween stuff, too, coming uh, this month. But I do love Halloween. There are people that have decorated around their houses already in my neighborhood and others. So I, I do enjoy Halloween quite a bit. And, yeah, it'll be exciting to, to see what else comes up for um, Halloween viewing, uh, uh, streaming or at the movies. I think Halloween is going both. both Like, it'll be streaming and at the movies at the same time. Uh, so... I haven't been to the movies, I think, since I saw Thor back in early July. Well, I, I Probably the next one I'll be seeing is the Black Adam movie with um, Dwayne Johnson, who was one of the voices in the Super Pets movie. He um, he was the voice of Crypto. He's got Black Adam coming, another DC superhero. And that is in about two, three weeks. It's the 21st, I think, of October it comes out. So, All right, I'm going to take a short break. I'll be back and talk about uh, the... TV show Archer. Uh, and yeah, that should be fun. Be back in a minute. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela from the Anomaly Podcast. And you're listening to Tricks and Sci Fi. All 
All right, I'm back. All right, let us talk about Archer. Uh, so for those who don't know the show at all, I guess I could just read you some of the Wikipedia thing, but it's it's basically, uh, essentially, the, the Archer character is sort of like a, a U.S.-based spy who kind of fashions himself as, as sort of a little bit like James Bond. He He drinks a lot. He womanizes. Uh, you know, and, uh, and and somehow, even though he comes off a lot of times as seeming somewhat inept, he actually usually gets the job done. Uh, so that's sort of my personal view of it. And there's a lot of supporting characters, which is what makes the show, I think, interesting because they're all really kind of weird and quirky, pretty much. None of them are, are regular people. But... Um, but let me give you a uh, a little bit of the blurb of this. I didn't really remember it. Would, it started way back in, um, first aired uh, in 2009. It first started on the FX network, and it aired on FX uh, from 2009 to 2016. And then it moves to its sort of sub-network, called, which is called FXX, <laughs> which don't ask me why. I don't know, uh, 2017 to the present. So that's, uh, and and I watch it, I still, Dinosaur here, uh, I still have uh, cable television. But I'm sure that there's a way to watch this in, in other things. I'll try to look sometime during the show while I'm taking a break or playing you a trailer or something. I, I think, I want to say, I, I, I thought it was on Hulu. Let me look real quick. Hang on one second. Yeah, so it looks like I was right. It it is all of the seasons are on Hulu. I don't know if they're if they keep up to date on the current episodes, the current stream, you know, the current ones that come out each week now for season thirteen. But um, but it is on Hulu for streaming. Uh, you can of course buy it via Amazon or Apple TV or other platforms. You can purchase episodes and seasons and things like that. I'm pretty sure it's out on media too, like DVD, Blu-ray, and all that. But um, it looks to me like if you really wanted to watch the show or catch up on it, Hulu would probably be your best bet. So um, let me give you the Wikipedia entry here. Archer is an American adult animated sitcom created by Adam Reed for FX, which premiered September 17th, 20, 2009. The show follows the exploits of a dysfunctional intelligence agency centered on Sterling Archer, voiced by H. John Benjamin, and who does a lot of voice acting. People all know his voice which I think is is perfect for the character of Archer. And his seven of his colleagues, his mother boss, Mallory Archer, who was played by Jessica Walter, and she's passed away now, so she's obviously not on the show currently anymore. But uh, we have Lana Kane, which is who's another spy, uh, voiced by Aisha Tyler. Uh, Cyril Figgis. Cyril's, uh, you know this voice from a lot of things, Chris Parnell. Um Cheryl Tunt, they hardly ever say her name, her last name, Cheryl. Uh, she works at the agency, voiced by Judy Greer. Uh, Pam Puvi is Amber Nash, Ray Gillette, Adam Reed. Uh, oh, I, I didn't actually ever put that together, that the guy that, worked, that created the show to voices uh, Ray Gillette. He has a very distinctive voice. I wonder if he's changing his voice or that's really how he sounds. Uh, and we have Krieger, who's uh, like Dr. Algernop Krieger, played by Lucky Yates. 
The show is set in an anarchistic, Cold War-esque universe and parodies espionage, culture, and society and the human condition. Archer is distinguished by artistic reinvention in contemporary episodes, foregoing the standard setup of workplace sitcom for self-contained anthologies. It returned to its spy parody roots post-10th uh, season. So one of the things I'll say about this show is that they do mix it up quite a bit. Each season is kind of a little bit of a unique thing, uh, especially the later seasons. I think they change things. I'll, I'll talk more about that here shortly. Uh, let me give you a little bit more of this Wikipedia thing. So Adam Reed conceived of Archer shortly after the cancellation of his adult swim uh, comedy, Frisky Dingo. His experience vacationing in Spain uh, with the influence of media franchises such as the James Bond series shaped his vision for the show. Some of the hallmarks include pop culture reference, heavy humor, rapid fire di- dialogue, and meta comedy. Archer is produced in a limited animation style that draws visually from mid 20th century comic art. Yeah, the I would say the animation uh, it's not like the level that that like South Park, where it's a very crude form of animation, but it's not like it's it's not really like what what I would call like three dimensional animation. Like think about the movie like you know Into the Spider Verse or something like that. Um, it's pretty basic, truthfully, but I think it fits the show. And once you're watching it, I think it's not. I'm not even really saying it's it's by any means poor or bad or anything. It it fits the show. Uh, what else we got here? Let's see. The actors record their lines individually, and the show regularly employ, employs a reoccurring cast for supporting roles. Archer moved to FX Sibling Network FF, FXX in 2017. The third season, sorry, 13th season uh, premiered, believe it or not. Yeah, 13th season premiered October, uh, no, I don't know why I said that, August 24th, 2022. Archer's received positive reviews, reviews from critics, won awards, including four primetime Emmys, Critics' Choice Awards also received 15 Annie Award nominations, among others, for Outstanding Achievement in Animation, Writing, Directing, and Voice Acting. Various forms of licensed media have been spawned or proposed as a result of the show's sustained success. Now, I kind of remember, I don't know if it when it moved to FXX, maybe around season 8, 9, 10 or so, but I thought that there was talk out there that the show was ending a few times during this whole run. I don't know if I'll be able to dig up anything on that, but it's one of the reasons why I was saying I'm like kind of a little bit surprised. It's it's in it. I think it's done well. Like I said, the, the critics seem to like it. People like it, uh, it, and I think it does well. But you know how well long, you know, long term shows eventually fade away and 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 end. Um, I'm not sure if there's any, I'm flipping through the Wikipedia page here, if there's any talk of, you know, is it, is it, is it targeted to end anytime soon? I mean, I think I'll, you know, one of the thing about a show like this is I don't, you know, whatever the, they're paying the, you know, the voice actors and stuff and the animation is, you know, costs a certain amount of money, but I, I think it, you know, this is a show that they could have kind of run and produced pretty easily through the COVID times. Although I think there was a bit of a gap there because of that. Gosh, there's a lot of footnotes on this Wikipedia page. <laughs> there's like 207 different links and articles and footnotes. Crazy, crazy. Let me give you a quick rundown of the seasons and the numbers of episodes. They're not very long seasons. Um, especially in recent years, they started when they were on er, in the FX. I think when they went to FXX, they kind of shortened 
the number of episodes per season. So <clears throat> I need to get a drink in a second. So I'm going to play a trailer for one of the early seasons, maybe season one even. But running these down, so season one, 10 episodes. Two, uh, season two, 13 episodes. Season three, 13 episodes. Four, 13 episodes. Five, 13 episodes. Six, 13 episodes. Seven, 10 episodes. Then it moves to FXX. And in season eight, you only get eight episodes. And basically, it's got it. All the f- subsequent seasons have had eight episodes, except for season ten, which had a ninth episode. So everything from season eight on, basically eight episodes, and it looks like that's what the target is for um, uh, this season as well. Uh, they're only supposed to have eight episodes. It looks like, from what I can tell here, so um, looks like it's supposed to end the season on October. October 12th. So we've only got a couple. Uh, yeah, it airs um, midweek, like Wednesdays uh, on on FXX. So yeah, so that's a, it's a pretty quick rundown of the show. Uh, I'll talk a little bit more, more about the characters themselves and, and what I like about it. And it'll give you a little bit of feel for the show and the humor and stuff. But uh, yeah, it, it's it's really fun. Um, the comedy moves fast. The show moves fast, and it's just uh, it's it's fun to have a you know I, I put this in the category of like Family Guy, American Dad, uh, a- animated shows. I'm trying to watch this new one called Little Demon. I've only watched one episode. I think it didn't grab me a whole really lot. I've recorded some other ones, but. But uh, I, I do like watching some of these animated shows. I, I think they're um, they're really good at continuing to sort of reinvent themselves and be fun. And, and they're almost, to me, more fun than, than a regular comedy. I don't watch a lot of regular comedy, you know, sitcom type, would, would call it shows. I, I did watch Modern Family in the middle, uh, you know, but – and I'm watching this new one on um, – I think it's on – Hulu, yeah, called Reboot, uh, mostly because the cast is solid. I mean, there's some great cast people on there. Paul Reiser's on there. Judy Greer from this show, from Archer, is on there also. Um, Johnny Knoxville's on there. Uh, I, I mean, it's yeah, it's got some, uh, it's got some pretty heavy talent um, on on that show. And I've only watched two of those, I think. But uh, anyway, let me play uh, one of the trailers to Archer for you, and then I'll come back after that. I happen to be the world's greatest secret agent. Freeze! Wait, where's she? Oh! Wait a minute. This ain't a condom wrapper. It's from a freaking candy bar. So? Sometimes I like to treat myself. Well, sometimes I like to ovulate. You never qualified as a counter sniper? I would have. Look at me. I am the perfect gentleman. So, does this look as bad as it looks? This January, we'll set up a defensive perimeter and Wait, then... hang on a second. Can I get the Oyster Po' Boy... Uh... Archer! Secret! The fate of the world is in his hands. Oh my god, you must be freezing. This is a medical emergency. <sighs> oh yeah? Archer! Hey, does it hurt? Does it... Looks like it kind of hurts. When diplomacy fails, try some backdoor justice. See how I let that just go by? I am the perfect gentleman. Uh, this must be what it's like to have sex with me. How can an airboat be selfish? The world's greatest. 
back in the mission. Every agent in the field will be exposed. Does this look as bad as it looks? Right for action. Oh, I meant to make a frowny face. Espionage has never tasted so salty. Secret agents don't tell every harlot from here to Hanoi that they are secret agents. Then why be one? Archer returns January only on FX. All right, so that gives you a pretty good uh, a pretty good feel for the show. I mean, it it is. I mean, I think uh, most people would enjoy it. I would think uh, I enjoy it a lot. It, it's got some crude humor. He's he's uh, you know, he's he's definitely not uh, a role model. <laughs> this is not a show for kids. Uh, I mean, it's it's uh, it's like it, again, it's kind of like the uh, let's call it the extreme James Bond. Um, you know, sort of character where they've taken things that Bond typically does in the movies a little bit for the most part and kind of exaggerated. Like, he's literally always drinking. I mean, just all the time on missions, every time, you know, he's out in the field or whatever. And, and sometimes it messes, you know, again, it, it kind of it kind of messes up the mission. But, but again, he also seems to manage to pull things out. Uh, so... So there's, you know, there's that, the, uh, and, and the fact that, you know, these other characters and some of them agents and stuff kind of put up with him, uh, makes it pretty, pretty funny too, as well. I mean, the, um, I'm going to read the, uh, I'm going to read a lot of what makes the show, of course, is the voices and the actors doing the voices. There's a little bit of uh, background here in the Wikipedia page that looks interesting. So Archer has a principal cast of seven actors. I already mentioned who they were. Um, Bob's Burgers, H. John Benjamin, is is probably the most well-known of the group. Uh, and, you know, he does the typical H. John Benjamin voice. And, again, it just fits the character so well. Um, let's see. What else does it say here? da 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 it was. It looks like Adam Reed, the creator, he was expected to play the titular role, play Archer in the original pilot, but was recast because producers felt his voiceover did not serve as the character's dialogue that well. When Benjamin received the offer, he was surprised since he did not believe his voice was suitable for the part either. At one point, Benjamin used a British accent for the character, but Reed insisted he use his normal speaking voice. I, I think it, it's tricky. I mean, from the get-go, I, I, I thought he fit the character well but now you have seasons under the belt of playing this role and playing this character so you can't imagine anybody else voicing archer right um looks like jessica walter was one of the first significant casting choices on archer uh greer was agreed to archer because of her wish to break into voice acting although she initially believed the series was too provocative for network tv uh there's a few other things here Yates was brought into the Archer at Nash's request, uh, and after Krieger was given a more prominent Krieger, the the mad scientist character, you know, kind of like the Q character on the Bond movies. He's he's gotten more and more to do over the seasons. The uh, there's you know again a solid cast here, uh, and again they also they don't do these. Um, Really, it says Archer cast members record their lines individually rather than a group recording sessions to accommodate their work schedule. Uh, producers, therefore, do not really host table reads or rehearsals. Um, it says Reed or another producer may be present at the session or direct actors of the phone in the event they're not together. Recording sessions take place anywhere, but are typically 
but typically are held at studios in Atlanta, Los Angeles, and New York, depending on the actor's home base. So that's interesting. You know, they've they they don't really record together, uh, and and I think that's true with animation in general. But the uh, looks like uh, there's a little bit of writing talk here in the Wikipedia thing too. Looks like the extent of Adam Reed's oversight diminished when FXX expanded Thompson and executive Casey, uh, executive producer Casey Willis, creative responsibilities for new episodes. In, starting in season 11, Reed no longer writes the episodes. Uh, uh, typical Archer episodes go through a page of dialogue per minute. Jeez. Uh, but it's a, it's a half hour show, with, and so if you pull out commercials, it's probably like 20, 22 or something minutes give or take. They've had a lot of guest uh, characters on here, a lot of guest uh, uh, voice actors, Jeffrey Tambor, Christian Slater, John Hamm, Allison Tolman, Dave Willis, um, Keegan-Michael Key, uh, Brian Cranston, J.K. Simmons, Simon Pegg, you know, uh, and and yeah, so it's funny, like Christian Slater had a pretty good run for episodes, and, and they they'll get some famous people like Christian Slater basically sort of played himself. Um, and, and Kenny Loggins has played himself on the thing. Um, and even Burt Reynolds did some voicing because, uh, Archer idolizes Burt Reynolds. So that's kind of fun. Uh, but it's, it's really, uh, it's really a fun show. I mean, again, crude humor, uh, and, 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 and certainly violence and sexual content type of things. But, you know, FX and FFX, FXX, that's hard to say, FX and FXX, they always put, you know, warning stuff at the beginning of the episodes. I mean, there is some language and other things that happen in the episode. It's not a, in that kid, teenagers for sure, no big deal. Um, but uh, it's, it's just a lot of fun and, and I've enjoyed it a lot over the years. And I, you know, I love James Bond, so it fits, it fits that category pretty well. And I, and I think they've done a good job with it and, and, and mixed it up. So I wanted to talk a little bit about that, but let me take another break. I'll play another like later season trailer a little bit. I don't think these things give away much of the storylines uh, very much, but, um, I, I wanted to talk a little bit about how they've done these, these kind of interesting seasons where there's sort of like a general um, theme for them. Like they had a, a season that kind of went back in time in the, in the year like 1999 and, and other little things like that. They had one where they were stuck on like a tropical island for the season and, and other things. But um, yeah, let me play another trailer to another season of Archer, maybe around season six or seven. So what are we doing? Are we just jumping right into this? Uh, 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 uh. Son of a This ring, Archer. Gasp. Just say noir. Who wants their ass beat first? I trust you know who I am? The biggest mobster in LA. Archer, come to think of it, where were you last night? Ask your wife. Hey, pal, you got a second? Screw. Mr. Archer, I would like to hire you to murder me. Damn! Where the hell did you get that? That could have been inside somebody. Well, it is now. Ow. Ow! 
So I heard about a male prostitute who got syphilis. Yeah, business kind of dropped off. New season. <laughs> okay, you are just terrified. New era. Looks like she's having a rough night. Her? What about me? New network. Damn it! I insist you let me share your marijuana cigarette! Move, dick. Slang for detective, so not an insult. Archer Dreamland premieres Wednesday, April 5th at 10. Coming to FXX. Yeah, so that was the trailer to uh, kind of one of the unusual seasons of Archer, season eight, when it moved uh, to over to FXX, and it was called Dreamland. So it was sort of set in the, you know, 1940s era, you know, sort of noir kind of show with, a, you know, Archer being more of a detective, not a international super spy or whatever, and the characters all play different sort of characters and roles. They also had some other unique seasons. They had one called um, Archer Vice Season 5, which is sort of a takeoff on Miami Vice a little bit. Uh, they did the Dreamland one, Season 8. They had Danger Island Archer Season 9, Archer 1999 Season 10. So they've, again, they keep mixing things up and re- kind of reinventing themselves a little bit. The last few seasons have been more, I would say, kind of typical, like it's more of spying and things and not these uh, specific seasons where they're set in different locations or different eras. Uh, and they never, well, I shouldn't say never, they they do sort of have an explanation for some of the more later seasons. I don't want to say too much about why uh, or how that works, but it is sort of covered by the um, by the storylines that happen and what happens to Archer and, and things like that. So uh, the uh, yeah, so it's it's kind of fun. Uh, that's uh, you know something that uh, it makes things again makes things kind of interesting. You know, as they move things around a little bit. Um, by the way, also, there is a, uh, I, this, this one's kind of, I don't know why I picked it up, but just, uh, there's a, a few companion books out for, um, for this one. There's a, it's not very a big book or anything. There's one called How to Archer, The Ultimate Guide to Espionage and Style and Women and Also Cocktails Ever Written. It's kind of a jokey book. Um, it's mostly a little, and I'm not a really much of a drinker anyway, but it's mostly Archer's favorite cocktails. And then he, he slips in little comments uh, throughout the book. It's, it's, it's just basically a fun little light thing. Um, there's one called the art of Archer, uh, which, um, let's see, that came out in December, 2016 by Neil Holman with a forward by Christian Slade. The book contains commentary on Archer's creative development, concept art, cast interviews, script experts, and the original pitch for the series. Um, there's another thing called Archer and Bob's Burkers, the untold history of television by Kathy Olmstead. information about the actors and production crew, the show's conception and episodes analysis. So being such a long running show, they've had a whole, I don't know if this is up through counting season 13, but they've had 131 episodes. Uh, so yeah, they've, they've been around for a while and, uh, I'm looking at the, uh, oh, yeah, this is the list of episodes here that we already talked about um, and the seasons. They pretty much, let's see, season one, 2009, 10, then 2011, season two, 11, and 12. So there's overlaps between year, 
But typically every year there's a season of Archer pretty much from 2009 onward. Um, yeah, that's pretty much how it works. 2000, let's see, 2014 was season 5, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. Even in season 11 in 2020, season 12 in 2021, and now season 13 in 2022. So it's... Uh, it's pretty much a yearly event, and, and that's that's nice. I, I like the fact that it's been consistent. And, again, I don't see – let me take a quick pause here. Let me see if there's a word on a season 14, if that's a, definitely a go-ahead or, or whatever. Hang on. All right. It, look, it looks like – I don't see anything here for, uh, for renewal yet. Um, is yet to be confirmed. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it looks like, let's see, an Archer season 14 is yet to be confirmed. However, the renewal of the show's 13th season was announced in September 2021 before the season 12 finale, which aired on October 6, 2021. So fingers crossed that we'll hear something about Archer season 14 before the season 13 finale. So we've got a couple of weeks to go. I, I would assume it probably will continue. I, I think I think the show is... Um, Again, I think it's fairly easy for them to produce, and I think it's got a pretty good following. I do wish they had more episodes, you know, per season. They're they're pretty. They've become pretty short seasons. Although, I think that's just generally the way television has gone these days. Um, let's see. Should I play one more season trailer? Yeah, we probably can. It's gonna be a shorter podcast than I expected, actually, but that's fine. Um, let me play one more trailer uh, to one of the more later seasons, and then I'll come back. We'll wrap up the show. In space, no one can hear you scream. Jeez, calm down. Everybody brace for initial thrust in three. Whoa, damn. Son of a... My last bottle of bitter lemon. Woo! Wild goose chase. Who's in? Come on, spilling all my robot mill. You got us into this mess. Let's not point fingers, especially yours, Lana. Those things are like cricket bats. Something must be depleting power from the ship. Someone leave the fan on in the bathroom again. Seriously? And that's going to help you how? All of this is necessary. Actually, let's see where it is. I only have another seven, eight steps in me. Sun's out, guns out. Well, in space, the sun is all. Don't step on my line! Bring it, bird! Ah! We're stuck inside a space nautilus between his colon and his cloaca. What's a cloaca? It's an organ that's used for excretion and also intercourse. <laughs> Smart. Archer, 1999. The all-new season premieres Wednesday, May 29th on FXX. All right, so there's... Uh... That one was uh, the the Archer nineteen ninety nine one for season ten of the show. That one was obviously set out in space. It was pretty fun, uh, more maybe more sci fi you know than some of the others. Although there's a lot of sci fi and gadgets and and robots and robot people and like uh, there's this guy named Barry who's sort of a nemesis for Archer who's sort of like a he's sort of like a six million dollar man character like a cyborg and that that guy's he's pretty funny so. It's, it's a fun show. I mean, if any of those trailers caught your attention, uh, if you've never watched it, I mean, give it a, give try a few episodes if you haven't seen it. Uh, I think probably a lot of people are probably aware of it. Probably a lot of people listening have probably already seen it. Uh, but it's, yeah, I, I like it. It's still fresh. Uh, you know, it hasn't worn its welcome out, in my opinion, at all. I, I again, 
good show, fun, fun stuff. So I forgot to say earlier, uh, Patreon, you know, throw out a little Patreon thing here. We're wrapping up the show, but patreon.com forward slash Treks and Sci-Fi. Thanks to those that donate. Appreciate that. Uh, I don't think we're going to do a Patreon uh, group chat this month. I was going to try to, but I think we're going to push it to November. I'm kind of trying to lay out the schedule. There's a couple Halloween things I want to do. I usually do a video cast for Halloween at the end of the month near the show. Near That'll probably be the 30th. There'll probably be a guest cast next week or possibly a repeat show. I got a little bit of a busy weekend next weekend, but, um, but yeah. And then, um, I think, uh, I think I want to talk about some of the Halloween movies and a couple of other scary things for Halloween time. There's a show called creep show that I'm probably going to cover this month. That's got, um, well, creepy things. It's, uh, yeah, it's in its third season, I think. And they actually just put out a creep show comic, which, uh, which is a little interesting. So a lot, a lot of cool, fun things for Halloween this month to uh, watch and, and read or whatever. All right, folks, I think that should do it. I think we're, um, we're about an hour podcast this week. I hope you guys enjoyed this look at Archer. Uh, it's a fun show. Again, I've said it many times. Check it out if you haven't. Uh, I think you'll probably like it. And, yeah, that's about it. I'll be back probably in two weeks, probably, like I said, a guest cast or repeat show for next weekend and take care of yourselves again, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi. Uh, if you'd like to donate a dollar to a month to support the show, that's great. Uh, one last thing I think I'm going to try to go to, there's a pretty good comic con in Columbus, Ohio at the beginning of December. It's got a huge number of guests. I think it's put out by the galaxy con people. Uh, but look, you know, search galaxy con Columbus, Ohio, Anybody that's in the vicinity, uh, if you end up going, you know, give me a, you know, drop me an email, treksf at gmail.com. But William Shatner's going to be there. Uh, just, just, uh, they have an amazing guest cast list. Uh, it, it's really solid. So it, it, it definitely looks uh, quite a few Star Trek people and others. So, so check that out. Uh, I think it's December, the first weekend of December, like the second through the fourth. So that, that is in my plans, which is it's only two months away right now. I haven't gone to a con I, I, a long, long time ago. I went to a con down in Columbus uh, ages ago. Probably, I think it was in college, I think, at the time. Uh, but it's been a long time since I've, uh, you know, most of my cons have either been down in, uh, let's see, I went to the Texas ones, of course. I kind of miss seeing those and going down there. Although I don't think they do Wizard World cons in, in Austin, Texas anymore. I think that's kind of vanished. Uh, I know Alamo City does a con, which was not that long ago, fairly small con. Um, I'd like to get down there again to, to a con. And then, of course, San Diego and, uh, you know, Florida for a couple of times for a con. But um, so, uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Uh, looking forward to that. And, yeah, I'm out of here. Uh, everyone take care. Enjoy your week or the next couple of weeks. And I'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. And keep listening and keep enjoying all the media that we get these days that we're so lucky to see. And uh, and and uh, root on if you're a sports fan or there's football going, root the football, you know, even though I really doesn't, I don't pay much attention. But I know a lot of people love the fall, love the football season. By the way, we have an apple orchard just a couple miles from the house. Oh, my gosh. I went by there yesterday. It was so busy. I've never seen it as busy as it was. The weather is really good. It's it was pretty pretty warm for us right now. We were in the like 60s Fahrenheit and yeah, packed packed place. So get out there if you've got that kind of thing. Go go enjoy it and uh, yeah, I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye. Mm-hmm.
This has been a Rico Dosti podcast production.